Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for more sports talk as it is week five in the National Football League. I'm your host, as always, Matt Pearson. Joining me today is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? I am not great, uh, but uh, we don't need to talk about baseball, so let's just yeah. uh, get right well, into the football. I don't want to here's, baseball. Before I, before I introduce Bill, let's just say, let's you know what, the, 20, the 2023 Blue Jays can't hurt us anymore, Craig. They cannot hurt yeah, us anymore. Yeah, they can't. They, and they are who they we thought they were. They are who we thought they were. Uh, riding up the trifecta, as always, is Bill Needles. How the hell are you, Bill? I am doing well, thank you. All right, great to have you guys with us, despite the fact that our baseball team just uh, embarrassed themselves on an unconscionable amount of levels. Uh, but, yeah, here we are. Uh, talking week five, coming off of one of the best weeks. Week one, I think it was, was the single worst week. In the history of uh, the crossover podcast, from the three of us, uh, last week was one of our best. All three of us were four and one, a combined twelve and three. Uh, overall, I was thirteen and two on the weekend in terms of bets. It, it was just phenomenal, especially coming off that that I don't know how I do it, but I somehow manage. And I'm not like crunching the numbers for for college the way I am. I, I'm, I'm more cursory with college, although I do try to pick my spots, maybe have like one or two kind of bets that I think are hot a week. I don't know how I'm doing it, but I'm somehow picking the most devastating side every week in college football, a game where there's 50 games a week to choose from. I somehow always am on the side that ends up on Scott Van Pelt's bad beat segment on Tuesday night. And I'm like, how, how do I do this every time? So I was for sure on Duke with that, that plus five and a half. Good Lord. What a disaster that was. Adam on the money line too, but uh, what are you going to do? Right side, bad, wrong outcome. Although the right side is the winning side. So it, I guess I was on the wrong side. Anyway, uh, we're going to look to maintain the momentum of a tremendous week four, pull that into a week four, Five. All of our teams won as well. First time that's happened uh, this year. All, we're, all of us uh, put one in the win column and we're still alive in week four, or sorry, in week five for Survivor. So here we go. First up, Thursday night, and what a doozy they've given us. Uh, Chicago Bears head into Washington to take on the Washington Commanders. Uh, opened up at six and a half for the Bears. Uh, come down a little bit. Uh, it's down to six for the, or like plus six and a half for the Bears, I should say. But now it's down to minus six. Uh, so the Commanders are giving six. This isn't going to be one of my five, but you know what? It's nice to get the hold your nose play of the week out of the out of the way on Thursday night, right? Like you just you're you're holding your nose and you're taking the Chicago Bears. I don't know what else to say. It's the Washington Commanders and the Bears are kind of terrible, but the Commanders can't be favored by nearly a touchdown against anybody. Craig, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I, I I lean the Bears, although, like the fact that the Bears only put up twenty eight against Denver is, is questionable. I think for their for their offense, I think that if you're not putting up at least forty points against the Broncos, you have you have some problems. Sixty a week, yeah, yeah, <laughs> zero zero in the second half, if I remember correctly, right? It was twenty eight seven, and then they. Yeah, they couldn't couldn't put away. That's how that went. Um, That's right. Uh, the the Broncos, by the way, the worst de- defense ever recorded 
via DVOA through four weeks. Really? Wow. Well, then that's the yep. thing. I'm glad you brought that up. It's week five now, which means we can kind of start talking about these DVOA rankings. They're starting to, you know, I think we have a big enough sample size. Because the, the NFL season, you kind of break it up into nice quarter chunks, although we have an extra one now with the with the 17 games. But, you know, you kind of look at them as like kind of mini month seasons, right? And so the month of September is over, so we're heading into October and, and uh you know, so the first quarter of the season is in the books. Uh, Broncos, or sorry, not the Broncos, but uh, the Bears, second last in DVOA, 31st. Washington, 24th. Uh, best unit in this game, I guess, is Bears special teams. It's it's bleak. Billy, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's the Bears because I, I don't want to lay that many points. But Washington, they held up okay with Philly last week. Like they might be a little better than we oh, think. We were but all over that one. Yeah, not uh, not good enough to give them this many points on a Thursday when games are traditionally a little more conservative. So I'm taking those points here on a Thursday. Yeah, I mean Ron Rivera, what the hell was he thinking? Not going for two there. I mean all the all the math guys. Uh, no, like, or sorry, I mean they're never really math guys. They're game theory guys, and they're the same dudes that are like, hey, if you're down. If you did, you know, if you if there's five minutes left, you're down two touchdowns and you score a touchdown, go for two because it increases your chances of winning the game without taking away your your chance of tying the game as well. And mm-hmm. Ron Rivera, just classic scenario. If you score a game like that and a, a touchdown like that uh, to make it a one point game, and you are the underdog, and you are on the road even, and you are just, you don't even need the road factor, but just if you're the underdog and you score to make it and you're under 30 seconds, you go for two. You absolutely go for two. It was... Especially when you each have 30 points. Like, the defenses aren't winning this game. Like, no. it was nine to six, I you know, or nine to eight, let's call it, maybe a little bit different because you want to put the hands in, in your defense. But this was an offensive game, and you need a couple of yards. Get it done. Yeah, brutal, brutal call, and, and gutless, quite frankly. And then his excuse was, "Well, our offense was tired." It's like, what do you think? What do you think Philly's defense felt? And then just to put it <laughs> in the hands of a coin, to put it to to just be like, uh, to take it out of your own hands and put it in the hands of the the referee flipping a coin, dumb, dumb. Um. Anyway, we're moving on to uh, the Sunday games. We got another nine thirty game, you guys, because Jacksonville. Stayed in London. We got back-to-back London games. The team that's traveling there and is technically the home team for this one is the Buffalo Bills, who are coming off an absolute drubbing of the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Buffalo, number one ranked in DVOA, taking on Jacksonville. They're 15th. Bills laying five and a half, and it's it's opened up at five and a half and hasn't really moved. Um... I don't have a strong lean. This isn't going to be one of my five. I will have a little bit of money on this, and I think I'm going to have it on Jacksonville. It's just they haven't been great, but um, I, and I don't want to say this is a letdown spot for the Bills, but you know, uh, coming off a huge division uh, win against the Dolphins, who looked unbeatable through the first uh, three weeks of the season, uh, I think it's going to be tough for the Bills to be crisp in this game, and. Uh, yeah, and five and a half is just too much, especially with the Jags already, the Jags staying all week in London. Why the hell not? And Bills traveling there? I don't know. Five and a half seems a bit too much for me, even though the Bills are, are clearly looking like the best team in the NFL, or one of the best teams in the NFL right now, and the best, according to D. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Bills laying five and a half. Yeah, I, this Jacksonville defense worries me too much. Um, 
Like Buffalo has been firing on all cylinders. They put 48 up on Miami. Miami's defense, not great by any means, but Jacksonville's worse objectively, I think. So how many are they going to put up on Jacksonville here? I, I think I'm trusting the bills here. Um, might not put a lot of money on it just because it's in London and that can always make things a little bit harder. So I'm going to say bills here, but not one of my five. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Craig, first tiebreaker of week five. Who you got? I'm leaning Jags. Mm. I, I I think that there's something to be said for them not having to travel in Buffalo did. But let me tell you, Buffalo's front seven looks like a problem, and Jacksonville's offensive line has not been very good. So I'm not having this anywhere near one of my five just because I I, I think that some bad stuff might happen to Trevor Lawrence in this football game. Agreed. Uh, th- I might flop on this, though. I could see myself flopping on this Thursday morning and going with the Bills, or Thursday morning, Sunday morning and going with the Bills because it, this is a single, this is a pri- uh, quote-unquote primetime game, so I'm going to bet this game. There's no way I don't have money on this game. It's just I won't have a huge amount of units on it. Uh, moving to the 1 o'clock slate, and the New York Giants, the only team in the NFL right now currently that has not covered the spread in any sort of fashion. Some teams, depending on the books and how they calculate this, uh, some of them are 0-3-1 with some pushes, but I think more of them are 1-3 based on, on hooks and line movements and stuff. The only team that it has not covered so far, the Nye Giants, who are also dead last. Uh, according to DVOA, they'll be taking on the Miami Dolphins, who are seventh. So you got a pissed-off Miami Dolphins team, uh, two weeks removed from a 70-burger against Craig's beloved Broncos, losing a division matchup and a big tie and a key tiebreaker uh, game uh, to the Buffalo Bills, taking on the New York Giants, who are not only on the short rest but also looking like the worst team uh, in the National Football League and have scored. Uh, what did Aikman say? It was nine points in the first three in the first half of four games. Nine points in the first half so far in four games. Brutal. Uh, line opened up at Dolphins minus ten and a half. Um, I got a little on the ten and a half. It's not going to be one of my five, but man, this feels like it should be two touched. It, it, like I'm surprised this isn't hovering around fourteen. Now the Giants have some historical um, gambling. Uh, it's, uh, like uh, like math traits, I guess, uh, going in their favor. Like teams that score three or less the week before, obviously bring their A game the next week. Um, but that's only like a sixty one percent clip, and I really think the Giants are going to be in that thirty nine percent. This team is horrendous. Uh, they're not going to be one of my five, but I would. My lean is to the Dolphins, even given the eleven right now. I'm surprised this isn't two scores. Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I'm surprised it's not at least double digits. Because um, I know that, you know, you're, you're getting nine and a half some places. I've seen ten some places, but uh, nine and a half as well. Uh, I'm going Dolphins. I just don't think the Giants yep. are good at any of the things that are required that make you good at football. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Miami. I just think that Miami's going to light up the scoreboard here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I typically... I think Miami's going to be one of my five. I, I feel like we're getting, like, you should have to give up more points in this to, to take the Dolphins in this game. So this is going to be one of my five. I don't typically put a big spread like this in there, but I'm doing it for, the, for this one because this is a weird line for me. Yeah, this is abs- this is absolutely a spot for sure. And and quite frankly, is this is a survivor 
this is a contender for for our week five survivor pick, quite frankly. Um, uh, Billy, what do you think? Craig and I are both on the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I got to be the Dolphins here. That they, they've just the offense has been fantastic, and they they only put up 20 last week, but that's because Allen was doing whatever he wanted. They didn't have the ball as much. This offense is maybe one of the best offenses we've seen. Uh, there's no reason why they can't put up 40 on the Giants, and the Giants are not getting 30, so I'm taking the Dolphins here. All right. Um, We just had a line movement as Bill was speaking there. Uh, The New Orleans Saints uh, head into New England to take on the Patriots. This line opened up at Saints plus one and a half. Um, I bet the Saints had plus one and a half when it opened up because I could not believe that the Saints were dogs in this game despite the fact it's in new england uh it moved down to saints plus one and uh as we squeak uh just moved to a pick'em uh so this game is currently at a pick'em state saints patriots um the whole thing now i bet the patriots uh, for or against the patriots every week uh in as one of my five i was on dallas last week and that couldn't have gone smoother the whole impetus for me being on the patriots side of things a lot of the time is that their defense is phenomenal the problem with that now uh judon and gonzalez aka their two best defenders look like they're going to be out for the season and the patriots just made a trade uh with the chargers to get jc jackson back former patriot because bill uh old Billichek there clearly wants needs a guy that he can trust without having to teach him too much so goes ahead and gets himself a former former guy that that was, knows their system but pats can't do anything like the saints you're not getting the best of the number anymore i i bet the saints are the plus two and a half uh at the pick i'm not sure if i like it as much but i i i'm probably still on uh the saints considering their offense is the the patriots offense is dreadful and now their defense isn't going to be too good despite the fact belichick is one of the best defensive coaches of all time and maybe the best defensive coach of all time uh bill what do you think uh saints patriots in new england currently a pick yeah i i don't love either of these teams this is the kind of situation where i'd normally just want a couple points i feel like it'll be a close game but i'm not even given that luxury um i think i'm taking the Patriots here just because they're getting a bit of an edge because they're at home um, but I think both of these teams are not only not fun to bet on but not fun to watch so I'm going to say Patriots but no interest in this one. New England 20th in DVOA, Saints 18th so not much to discern there. Craig uh, what's your opinion on this one? Uh, first thing is Scott Hansen, do not show this game. Oh Wow! Even with Alvin Kamara back in the Saints. <laughs> okay. Well, where else am I supposed to go? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you nailed it. Because, I mean, you're not picking Texans-Falcons because C.J. Shroud is too damn good right yeah. now. And I'm not picking I, – I, am I picking a football game that Anthony Richardson's playing in? Absolutely not. No. no. Absolutely not. Yeah. So, this is the game. And and I, I could never pick Raven Steelers in a million years for this. So yeah, this is it. Um, and I don't want to see it. I want no part of it. Uh, if I have to take someone, I'm taking the Saints. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, the Baltimore Ravens head into Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, and the Steelers are getting four at home. Uh, mm-hmm. Steelers, I gotta tell you, look 
real bad. We were all over Houston last week now with the plus three. I didn't think it was going to go down like that or be that easy, but it damn sure was. Uh, Steelers 25th in DVOA. Ravens probably have to scroll up to find them. Uh, actually, where are they? Where are you, Baltimore? Oh, fourth. <laughs> yeah, did have to scroll up. Uh, Ravens much, much better than Steelers. However, however, uh, this is a classic uh, Mike Tomlin uh, home bullshit victory where this is somehow close and the Steelers probably get like two defensive scores and where, and, and, and win this game in some sort of weird fashion. This is just a classic, uh, uh, Mike Tomlin spot. Uh, despite the fact that the Ravens are clearly better than the Steelers. I could just see the Steelers stealing this at home. Uh, no pun intended, I guess. So, uh, yeah, uh, give me the Steelers plus four. They, uh, might be one of my five. It's, it's, it's a weird one, but it's, it's a spot. It's, it's just, it's, it's a good spot. Uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I uh, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't. Like, do I want Lamar Jackson against Mitch Trubisky? This offense might be about to look worse than it already has. And Lamar looks great. Um, especially now that he's got his offensive line back. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm taking Baltimore. Okay. Uh, all right, Billy, tiebreaker. Yeah, I, I mean, probably for the last five years, I, I'm taking the points in these games. They always end up being really close, Baltimore and the Steelers. But Baltimore's look better than they have, and the Steelers have looked worse. I, I think I'm shifting that way. My initial reaction was to take the points, close game. But, yeah, I mean, Jackson's look a lot better, and the Steelers have looked terrible. So I, I'll, I'll go with Baltimore. Uh, next up, the Carolina Panthers head into Detroit to take on the three and one NFC North division leading Detroit Lions who are on the super rest. Not only on the super rest, they are laying 10 points in my life. I don't think the Detroit Lions have ever been a double digit favorite. Not only that, but I scroll all the way up to the top of the DVOA rankings and there's a little blue cat that's jumping in the air uh, that's right next to the number three on the huh. DVO page, which is just baffling to me. Uh, the Panthers are 28th in DVOA and quite frankly, uh, four weeks in, that Bryce Young pick is looking franchise altering dreadful in terms of yeah and, and Richardson the, and Stroud the concerns mm. the concern about young was hey is he big enough is he is, is his body going to be able to stand up to the rigors of playing in the NFL um he's already been hurt he's already been hurt and Richardson and the concern on him was hey is this guy gonna be able to make enough throws that are accurate to be a good NFL quarterback um, again, we're only through four weeks here, but looking like the answer is yes. And Stroud looks really good too. Uh, it just, it, it looks terrible. And I was someone, and, and you heard me say it on this podcast and all over the place Yep. that said repeatedly that if Anthony Richardson played for Alabama, he would have been the first overall pick. And I stand by that. And I think that he would have been, and I think we're going to look back on this draft and, and say, oh, wow, Anthony Richardson should have gone first. I agree. 
All this said, you got to take Carolina plus the 10 <laughs> from a gambling perspective, don't I'm you? Not. I mean, no, wow, you're, you're laying the 10. I'm worried because Amon Ross St. Brown is hurt right now. Uh, Jamison Williams had his uh, uh, suspension reduced, which I think was good news because the, the the fact that he was suspended for not betting on the NFL, it was just the fact that he did it inside the Lions facility from a gambling kiosk that they installed inside of an NFL stadium is dumb to me. So I'm glad he's back uh, two weeks earlier than we thought we were maybe three weeks. I don't know. I forget what it was. Um, I'm just, they're going to be working these guys back in. I, I, Fully expect, I don't think, I mean, the Lions exercised a lot of the, uh, I don't believe in you, uh, demons in that Thursday game. Like, well, they kicked just, the shit out of the guy. They kicked the shit. And like, it opened with a pit, with a, with an interception from Goff. And I, yeah. it, like, like it opened with an interception. I thought, oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. And then it was never close. They kicked the shit out of the Packers. And and it, it's it's just weird well, being alone. So that that Goff pick happened on the first from the first series. Yeah. And then nothing bad happened to the Lions for three quarters after that. Yeah. And then to see everything the, else like, that happened was was good for Detroit. Yeah. And and then there was like the Quay Walker thing again where I'm like, whoa, hold on. And it even there was even the thing of like that uh, the Packers clearly didn't get that playoff at the end of the third quarter. That was like the 55-yard gain or whatever. The, the the clock went to zero. The Packers still gave him the or the ref still gave him the extra second. Scott Hansen had a great tweet about you know you got to play the full 60 minutes in one second in Lambeau Field, <laughs> which was just <laughs> tremendous. Thank you for that, Scott Hansen. But like that game was never close. It was it was a beatdown. And to just be like after 30 years of Favre and. Uh, of Favre and Rodgers to just have no fear when it's third and long to like, like when Jordan loves under center to just have no fear was just a weird, weird feeling, right? Just being like, he's, he's not going to convert this. He doesn't, he's not accurate enough. Maybe he'll scramble and make a play, but that was it. But like, like anytime, like when it was Favre and Rodgers, I was, I was like, Oh fuck, how are they going to convert this? It's going to be, they're going to make it look so easy. And then just no fear of Lambo anymore. It's fucking weird. I just, I think the, the back the door. Lions off- yeah. yeah, no, the, the, I, I wear the back door. I'm just going to say this. The Lions offense is ranked fourth in DVOA and the defense is ranked fifth. Yeah. That <laughs> means you have like a chance. You, that means you have a chance to win the Super Bowl. If those yeah. Up. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Again, the, the sample size is a little bit low, but I, I fully expect this defense the, the, to be getting after. Like Bryce Young might be like running for his life in this game again but i am no. worried about the back door and it's a bit it, it's just a bit too much especially after the way the the panthers looked it's 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 one of those classic like gambling bounce back spots and i mean bounce back in terms of not getting their doors blown off right although the lions have had the super rest and whatnot um i don't know i think i still think i'm taking the 10 it sounds like you're uh, laying the 10 craig yeah, it's not one of my five, but if I'm if I'm picking a side, I'm I'm laying the ten points. And some places are offering this at nine and a half. Yeah, right. it did is, it did open up at nine and a half this game, so it's gone up a little yeah. bit. In fact, if you go to MG Bet MGM right now, they've got the lines at eight and a half. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. So you can find so that says to shop me, around so, everybody. Some Panthers money. That says to me some Panthers money came in at the ten. And yeah. the folks at BetMG were like, well, we've got to get some Lions money in here. And they lowered the line. Yeah. All right, Billy. Uh, tiebreaker on this one. What do you think? Yeah, 
I I think I trust the Lions here, I, and it feels weird to say out loud, but I I think I do. I they have played. This is the worst team they've played this year, and they've looked good against the teams they've played. Um, I, the, I, the Lions are the Lions are one coin flip against Seattle away from being four zero right now. If they yeah. win that coin flip, I'm quite certain they are four zero right now. Yeah, they. I mean, they edged out the the Chiefs, which is obviously very impressive in a weird game. But uh, they beat the Packers and the Falcons by more than ten. I, they they've just been consistently good. Um, I, I think it's got to be the Lions here. All right, uh, moving on, the Houston Texans and the aforementioned C.J. Shroud, who looks just so very good, quite frankly. Um, They head into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Falcons coming off a a pretty uh, abysmal performance in London last week. Uh, And we've got us a short home favorite here with the Atlanta Falcons. This line, I think, opened up at... uh, uh, minus Falcons minus one and a half and is now Falcons minus two. And I got to tell you, I still like the Falcons. This is just a classic bounce back spot. Houston basically, uh, Houston's won two in a row. They're not a team that should be winning two in a row. Um, their offensive line is getting healthier, which scares me. Desmond Ritter looked like he, you know, had never knew what a football was in that London game. And, it can't be too long before Tyler Heineke gets in for the Atlanta Falcons, but I, I'm. This is just seems like a classic spot for the Atlanta Falcons to get a W here. A um, lot of lot of gambling uh, related reasons to uh, to take the Falcons. Houston's going to be the most public dog of the week. Guarantee that. Mark like mark that. Print it. This is going to be the most public dog of the week. So so uh, give me the Falcons minus the two. They're probably going to be one of my five. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Yeah, I I think I'm on the Texans here. They, yeah, I'm not loving it. Uh, I'm staying away from this one. Uh, but the Texans have been good. They've been fairly consistent. The Falcons, I don't have much faith in. I think the Texans are going to get a win. Are ready to lay that many points? I'm going to say yes. I'll, I'll I'll say. Oh no, I'm getting a, a couple with the Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, Texans for me. I, I, I think they're better than I thought they would be. I mean, I, I if you had to guess this week one, I'm thinking Falcons by six. Um, it's better than I thought they would be. So the, the kid looks good. Yeah, I mean, getting C.J. Shroud and then the Will Anderson pick that we all kind of made fun of at the time, myself included. Uh, you know, nobody's laughing at that Will Anderson pick anymore right now, right? Like, so... Uh, it's Houston, looking like Houston's nailed those first two picks, especially Shroud, which is great. Uh, so, Craig, tiebreaker for this one. Uh, I'm going to ask a, a fun question that I enjoy asking about games sometimes. Mm-hmm. If these two teams traded quarterbacks, what's the line? Oh, oh God. It's like Falcons are uh, – it's probably Vegas zone. Over a like, touchdown. F- the, the Falcons are well over a touchdown favorite. You well think so? Wow, well over a touchdown. Okay. Think, yeah. think about how good Straub looked. That's Imagine true. how good Straub was looking. Look, if you're like, oh, now he's got Kyle Pitts and Drake London and B. John Robinson. Let's see yeah. how that goes. Yeah. B. John Robinson has looked fantastic. Although Houston, Robinson, really with Dellen and uh, with Dellen Cousins, man, they look, you know, that uh, they got some receivers there. I think Houston does. It's it's not as bad as it looks. What do you think on the spread on this one, though, Craig? 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm leaning Texans. Okay, I know that's where I know that's where everybody's going. I just I, I think that you're getting points with the better team here. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. Last game of the one o'clock slate: the Indianapolis Colts uh, head into Tennessee. Or sorry, the ten- the Titans are heading into Indianapolis, but it is Titans Colts divisional matchup. Uh, this line opened up at Colts minus one and is now Titans minus two and a half. Was there an injury or something that, that I don't know about? Because there's no way this amount of money came in on the Titans, I think, at the, at, at plus one and then minus one all the way to two and a half. That's just mental. Cause I liked the Colts when it was minus one. I love it now that it's two and a half. Are you kidding me? I get Anthony Richardson getting points at home against the Titans team that if they get behind, cannot uh, catch up. I know Vrabel's dog god, but now he's favored on the road. So, yeah, give me give me the Colts plus the two and a half on this one if the line's moved uh, that far. Good Lord. Craig, what do you think? Titans laying two and a half on the road, apparently. Hard agree. Colts, one of my five. Yeah, I, I don't I don't. Colts are one of my five. They were, gonna be one of, they were potentially going to be one of my five at the minus one. Yeah. Yeah, you're like this should be probably a pick'em, really, right? Maybe, yeah. It, and it was for it was essentially was for most of the week. Is there like? I'm, yep. Sorry, so let me just quickly Google Colts. I'm looking at the injury report, report right now. There's not there's nothing on here that's that's even remotely questionable. In fact, Jonathan Taylor running back full practice is fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's the that's the like, thing. There's right? no way DeForest Buckner not practicing today moved that line. There's no way. Three lines, wow, or three like three and a half points. Just yeah, there's no way. That's crazy. Billy, what do you think? Titans currently laying two and a half. Yeah, I I think you're getting three points there. I I'll go Colts. Um, I I like the Titans better, I think, but I still think you're getting a a, a few free points there with the Colts. So I'll take the Colts at home. All right. Uh, we already said the Scott Craig uh, made the Scott Hansen game uh, Saints Patriots, which is could not be more true. Uh, what's the marquee matchup though? Is it Ravens Steelers based on name alone? I guess because that's a yeah that's a, that's a one and three versus a that's, three and one, but it should still be a good game. I no, think. I get it, but but like we, I think that we have so many memories of those games being really yeah. cool that that kind of has to be it. Yeah, you know? and and like it still counts. Like if the Steelers get that, that's not insignificant, right? So it's yeah, yeah, Steelers yeah. Ravens for sure. Uh, all right, next up, the Cincinnati Bengals head to Arizona to take on the Cardinals, and this line opened up at Bengals minus six. Bengals laying six on the road, and then the Sharps and some uh, broke dude named Matt Pierce came in and hammered the uh, the Cardinals, getting the plus six. And uh, like the Vegas just immediately knew that they like it was it was plus six for about five minutes before they realized we bleeped up badly and moved the line down three points. It is now Bengals minus three because it didn't even go through like the slow progression or whatever to get down to three. Vegas is just like, nope, nope, hung a bad line, shit, and then uh, <laughs> went to Bengals minus three. And I still like the Cardinals, man. Uh, but like the only way I'm going to bet Cincy is if this, if, if I got to look at some point, I got all the alerts on my phone and nothing has happened yet. It, it, this has got to get to two and a half to me in order for me to bet the Bengals. Um, it's still Cardinals plus the three for me, but you're not getting the best of the number anymore. So the opportunity to bet this game is gone unless it gets to Cardinals or sorry, unless it gets to Cincinnati minus two and a half. And then you come back in on the Bengals. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, Bengals one and three. They don't look good. Burrow doesn't look good, and they're only a couple more. Uh, they're they're only a loss or two away from shutting Burrow down for the season. I think. Uh, Craig, what do you think on this one? Uh, I don't know about for the season. Like it, it would it would have to be ugly for that to happen. I, I I'm thinking Cardinals, but I'll tell you right now, if the Bengals do not have a reasonable looking NFL passing game in this football game, that is going to be a bad, bad, bad thing. Maybe this is just a year from hell from the Bengals. So I, I, I like they were my Super Bowl pick before the year. Yeah. I thought it was going to be them and the Niners Super Bowl. Uh, the Niners half of that looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but, yeah. You had um, you had Bengals. Sorry, you had Bengals, Niners, and I had Bills, uh, Cowboys, and it's looking like we were going to be right on <laughs> one of those apiece right now. So. Oh, I, Bills, Cowboys doesn't look bad right now. Yeah, Bills Cowboys doesn't look too bad. Bills Niners, though, I think is probably the overwhelming favorite. I would say right now. Yeah, Although, that's no. what you would want to have. So. Yeah, got a long way to go though. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. T- times of time. Uh. Yeah. I. I think that I would like. Obviously, the lines moved all over the place. But if you only have to give up the field goal, I'd, I'd take the Bengals. If you've got to go a lot more than that, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Yeah, I still need it to drop to that two and a half. Uh, Billy, what do you think? I was on the Cardinals here at. At plus four. So the fact that you got them at plus six is glorious. Yeah. Um, I'm, I love the Cardinals in this. The Bengals have been a full-blown disaster. And and I'm not laying that many points with them on the road. Well, I, I think it comes back to this. So much of, <clears throat> excuse me, so much of what makes Burrow, um, so much of what makes Burrow good is, he, A, he's very accurate with the ball, but B, he's so good at navigating the pocket even when mm. stuff breaks down protection wise and you just you're not seeing it the same way right now not even yeah, close he, and he, he can't make that step moving, in fr- he can't make that step up in the pocket yeah. he just can't right now yeah, yeah. Is killing him too much. there's just there's there's no zip on the ball when he's moving like you you can tell it's a real problem and i feel silly for not figuring that out before the season or at the very least thinking about but the Bengals just seem so unbothered by it like as a franchise like the way that the coaches were talking about it. Yeah. He was practicing pretty quickly after he wasn't in preseason games, but they're like, oh, so when I see him practicing, he's up on the field doing full practice a couple of weeks before the season. I'm thinking to myself, oh, there's nothing to worry about here. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be full go Joe Burrow, but it's just it's it's not that it's not that it's not even close to that. So we'll see how he looks this week. He says he feels better, but I'm going to see it on the field before I really believe it. Yeah, like I had the Bengals under for the 32 challenge, but that's only because they were, they were going off at like 12 and a half to or, to, or at like. 12 and a half wins, right? I'm like, no, (laughs) under, under, right? Like that, I I wasn't just like, hey, you know, Joe Burrow's calf. Like I bet that uh, the the under 12 and a half back in March or some garbage, right? Like it it, it had nothing to do with, uh, it had nothing to do with, like I didn't know that the calf, but you're right. Like everything leading up was he's going to be fine. His calf's all right. And he's going to get out there. But then you just watch him and he just, he doesn't have that same pocket presence like Greg mentioned. And it's affecting his ability to step in and throw it, right? Like, he, he used to just, like, throw piss missiles that were just so accurate. Uh, and, and he, you know, the, the accuracy is still there for the most part. It's just there's no zip. It's it's kind of bad. They, they, he needs to be, like, shut down for a week or two, but they can't because they're one and three right now. So, uh, right. they can't just a, around. Yeah, they're in the quicksand. 
That's all it is. Um, Philadelphia Eagles head to Los Angeles, one of two undefeated teams in the National Football League. They head into Los Angeles to take on the Rams. You've got a brand spanking new Cooper Cup uh, back. Uh, this line opened up at Rams plus five, and it's now down to uh, Rams plus four and a half. Uh, I still like the Rams. This is this is a team like Craig and I at the beginning of the before the season started. We talked about how the public's left this team for dead. Uh, none of that kind of went away, and maybe I you know jumped off the, uh, the the bandwagon for a little bit there when Cup went down. But he's back now, and they're 2-2, two and two, and Stafford looks great. And now he's got a couple of guys he can throw the ball to with uh, Puka Nakua and, uh, and, and Cooper Cup now. So I, I, I like this spot for the Rams with 4.5. They might be one of my five. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Yeah, I'm uh, feeling the same. I, I, like the, I like the Rams here, too. I, I know that there's going to be tons of Eagles fans at that building. But uh, no, I'm I'm taking the Rams for sure. I think that the Eagles giving five and a half on the road is is too many. So give me the Rams. Eagles sixth in DVOA, Rams seventeenth. So uh, obviously a bit of a disparity there. Uh, Billy, what do you think? Rams uh, currently getting four and a half at home. Yeah, I, I think it's a few too many. I'm on the Rams. I, I think what we're gonna have to establish, like they use the um, that Nakua. A lot like they use Cup. Is there room for both of them? Are they going to be able to feed both of them? I'm not sure the offense is going to be exactly the same when, with with Cup back here. So it'll be interesting to see how they get everyone involved, if they get everyone involved, or if they go back to the chuck it up in the air for Cup on the crossing route every time. Uh, so I, I think it'll be a fun game to watch, but I think it's a few too many points, so I'm on the Rams. Next up, the Kansas City Chiefs head into Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill, the Vikings. And this line opened up at Vikings getting five and a half, and the Sharps came in and hammered the Vikings plus uh, down to down one full point. Uh, so now it's down to Chiefs minus four and a half in Minnesota. Um, it's not a high line, but it's still too high of a line for me uh, with the Chiefs. Uh, DVOA wise, uh, Minnesota's 14th, uh, Chiefs are eighth, so it's not like a huge 14? disparity. Really? Yeah, yeah, Vikings are 14. You guys have been fumbling the ball, that's why you've been losing games. Uh, yeah, yeah you haven't been playing bad, you've been putting the ball on the ground. Uh, it's, it's the exact opposite of last year where I was like, ah, oh, this team ain't no good. <laughs> they just kept getting all the, they just kept getting all the breaks. And then this year I'm like, Hey, they're playing pretty good. They just keep putting the ball on the ground. So that's very, it's very, this is way too good of a spot not to take the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to be one of my five. Uh, I, I like the four and a half, uh, chiefs just playing with their food right now needed. They like, for, they needed referee help, honest to goodness, referee help. To get past Zach Wilson and the New York Jets, like like ridiculous. Zach Wilson's pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's the greatest Zach that game Zach Wilson's football he's ever played in the NFL. And I'm going to go so far as to say that's the greatest game of uh, Zach Wilson's career in the NFL, despite the fact he's won some games. That's going to be the greatest. And even in the greatest game of all time, he still fumbled the ball and cost his team the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, there was also that thing where they, they had that one return where. Somebody, I don't remember who, whoever was returning for the Jets, basically had one guy to beat and got tripped up by his shoelaces on the 20. And who knows, if he didn't get tripped up by his shoelaces and he takes it to the house, that might have been some course. In that scenario, Patrick Holmes actually scores the touchdown instead of sliding down at the two-yard line. And uh, 
you know, sending the gambling world into a tizzy over the sane, over the the smart and uh, 100% correct uh, football play yeah. that Patrick Mahomes made. Um, but yeah, your boys are getting four and a half against the Chiefs right now. Too good of a spot, I think, Billy, to not take your Vikings here. What do you think? I think they play cl- close games, and close games are under that many points. So I, I think you got to take the Vikings here. I think, I mean, last week they didn't fumble as much and they got the win, but they still threw two interceptions. So I think if they can just stop turning the ball over, they're going to be able to hang in there with very good teams, much like the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, So I'm taking the Vikings here and and hoping that uh, they can control that ball a little bit better than they have been. Akers looked all right. Yeah, yeah, he did. And I'll bet he gets a few more touches this week. Uh, Craig, what do you think? Vikings uh, getting four and a half at home. So this is uh, at least it was at six in some places. Um, It opened at six. Wow, I never, I didn't see any sixes. I saw five and a half when it opened up. I was all over the Vikings. Yeah, uh, that MGM had it at six to start. It's not there anymore, but it used to be. Um, I'm, I, I think I would. Yeah, I'm going Vikings. I'm going Vikings. I just think it's going to wind up being a close game, and you you want Minnesota here. Should be some points in this one. Yes. Yeah, 52 and a half, which I believe I'll tell you, is Zach the highest Wilson. spread of the week. Yeah, highest total of the week yeah, is, is exactly. 52 and a half. If, if, if Zach Wilson was able to chuck the ball around on Kansas City, which he was, uh, there's some trouble with the Chiefs' path defense here, and we've seen that in a couple of games now. And... Uh, Say we will the Vikings, but they can chuck the ball around. And Justin Jefferson is pretty good at sure. football. Yeah, they're very good. And that Madison uh, kid is coming into his own, too. Yeah, it's. It, I, I can see the Vikings winning this game. I'm, I'm going to sprinkle some on your boys on the money line. Uh, Love it. Love yeah, for it. For sure. For sure. I'm going to have some on the Vikings money line, guaranteed. Uh, in fact, I'm going to do that right after I queue up this next game because we got the New York football Jets heading into Denver to take on your Denver Broncos, Craig. Uh, Broncos laying one and a half public pretty much hasn't touched this game whatsoever. It's, it opened up at one and a half and it's been one and a half the whole way. Um, yeah, it, give me Denver. This is too short. I know Denver's got the worst defense statistically in the history of DVOA or whatever Craig said, and they just cut Randy Gregory today. Uh, and, and it's disaster city there. Um, and the Jets have a phenomenal defense, but I just – it's Zach Wilson, man. Zach Wilson just played the best game of his entire career. He still lost, still fumbled the ball on an exchange in a big spot. He's not going to come in there and start slicing up the Denver Broncos either. So I, I don't know. I think, And I guarantee if the public comes in on this game, they're going to go in on the Jets after having watched Zach Wilson get hosed uh, by referee decisions on, on that Sunday nighter. Uh yeah, I'm on the Denver Broncos. Not going to be one of my five, but I'm definitely going to have a few units on your Broncos as the short home favorite, Greg. And, and you, come on, Zach Wilson's not going to go into mile high and, and basically get a win with this spread. So if the Broncos win by one, obviously yeah. I'll be pissed you off. But think so? No, I do, not I, think Zach, I, I do not think Zach Wilson's think going might. into mile. I don't think Zach Wilson's going into mile high on a shorter week and, and beating the Denver Broncos, despite how the Broncos have looked. Uh, not so good. I I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> oh, it's that bleak, is it? Even after the comeback, tell you. Like, 
when when Justin Fields like has a half where he can just do whatever he wants, like that just doesn't make you feel good about the situation you're in. That's fine. Uh, it doesn't. Bronco, Broncos are 29th in DVOA. Jets are are uh, are 23rd. Jets are being propped up by the best special teams in the National Football League, though. Otherwise, this could be so. Yeah, maybe there's. I, that's to me. That's how the Jets are going to so, win this game if they return some kicks in this. Broncos game. defense. By the way, the Broncos mm-hmm. defense in DVOA rankings. They are plus thirty-eight point nine percent. So the higher the better. For, the higher the worse, rather for your defense. They are thirty-eight point nine percent. The Chicago Bears are the second worst defense at 22.7%. Mm-hmm. So they are about 16 points worse than the 31st ranked Chicago Bears in the defense rankings. The difference between Chicago and the 15th ranked Green Bay Packers is smaller than the difference between Denver and Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) The Bears are closer to being a middle-of-the-road defense than they are to being as bad as Denver, and the Bears are 31st. Oh, (laughs) so bad. Now, the Broncos have have also been one of the unluckier teams in the league, and some of that is going to be like... Now, it, it is what it is, but like... Some of that is that this the seventy burger they put up is a little bit of an or that that got put on them is a little bit of an outlier, sure. right? Like sure. that that's Absolutely. that's gonna that's gonna skew the numbers when when we when we're only four weeks into if, the season, right? If we if we shave it down to forty five, they're still gonna be the worst defense. Yeah, fair. I know, I know. I, you're right, but I'm just saying it's it's probably not as bleak as the numbers are suggesting it with the shorter sample size and the the unconscionable 70 points that got scored on them the other week. It's, it's bad, but the, the man, the jets, just, they don't have the, the horses, I think to, to really do it. I, I and it's Zach Wilson, man. He's going to give you guys, he's going to throw the ball to your guys, even if they're bad, right? It's, <laughs> it's going to happen. So Billy, what do you think about this one? Cause I think Craig's too close to this one. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the Broncos. Yeah, I, I think it's it's fair not to expect Zach Wilson to go into mile high and, and do that much damage. But Sam Howell did. This defense is terrible. Uh, Howell threw for 300 yards and 35 points. It, the hey, Howell's a gunslinger. I will, I will, not, I will not take any Sam Howell disrespect on this pod. I, I don't see any reason the Jets are not going to – like, even if – bad quarterback play you're going to get 28 points against this denver defense and denver cannot score 25 on the jets so i'm going with the jets here okay jeez so i'm the lone wolf on the broncos didn't think that would happen all right uh sunday night are pretty good one uh actually what would you guys make the marquee matchup of the four o'clock chief vikings or eagles rams Eagles, Rams, probably. Okay. I mean, the Vikings are one and three. I mean, whether or not they can come back, I don't know. I think Chiefs, Vikings. It'll be more fun, fun I guess. That that'll be some fireworks. It's a Actually, great four sorry, o'clock slate. Most fun afternoon game on Sunday because the game of the week is clearly the Sunday night game. Yeah, we finally finally got ourselves a great uh, a great Sunday night game. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, head into San Francisco to take on the. 49ers and the 49ers 
are laying three and a half. They were dangerously close to being one of my five. I love, love, love them laying the the, the three and a half here. I just, I think this is a spot. I think they're going to remain undefeated. I like this Cowboys team, but I just, I like San Francisco to just win this game and and, and grind it away. Uh, DVOA-wise, we got uh, number two in San Francisco versus number five in Dallas, so by far and away the best matchup of the week. Uh, I'm, I'm with the Niners laying the three and a half. Billy, what do you think? They're giving you the hook. Hook, hook. Give us the hook. Uh, um, who this one's tough. I This fantastic. Um, the, both these teams have looked great. I, I think I'm just – I think I'm taking the points. Um, I, I think we're going to see a great game. I think they should be able to keep it pretty close. I'd rather have a couple points if this thing ends up working its way into overtime. So give me the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's no chance. They, this is such a perfect life for this game, the three with the hook. There's no chance this comes off the three and a half at any point in the week, I don't think, even if like there's tons of public money coming in on the Cowboys or whatever. But uh, Craig, tiebreaker for the Sunday nighter. Brock Purd started nine games in the regular season and started and finished 11 games um, as a 49ers quarterback. Uh, the 49ers are 9-1-1 one, and one against the spread in those games that he started and finished. Mm. Taking the 49ers. Oh, all right. Mm. Yeah. God, I think they're going to be – I keep scratching. and <laughs> I can't I – got, I, got, I got three I can't decide on. The, the Indiana thing totally threw me for a loop. I, 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 I just, like, scratched off the 49ers minus the three and a half. It's one of my five, but, like – Man, I'm probably going to come back. There's no way the five I give you tonight is going to be changed by Sunday morning. So watch, watch the Twitter account for that because there's no way I keep it this tight. I'm this is, one or two of by the way, the number two offense in DVOA. Miami's number one, the Niners number two. Against the number one defense in DVOA. So that's pretty oh, good stuff. Good football. Good football on a Sunday yeah. night. God, I love it. Uh, Monday nighter, not so much fun but uh some some good gambling uh in fact bad <laughs> yeah in fact bad football but but good gambling unfortunately we're not getting the best of the number anymore this line uh, green bay's heading to las vegas to take on the raiders uh green bay's got the super rest uh the raiders um coming off of uh i mean Aiden O'Connell looked pretty good to me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, I mean, the Raiders—they had the chance to 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 tie it and and potentially win it if they were feeling the the extra point, or sorry, if they were feeling the the two point conversion. Um, Josh McDaniels is still a moron. Uh, this line opened up at Raiders plus two and a half, and uh, the Sharps uh, obliterated the plus two and a half. And I I agree with them because. Uh, uh, I, I was on the Raiders plus the two and a half, and they, they the, the plus two and a half is going to be one of my five. Uh, it's now Packers minus one. Uh, so the minus one, it's a bit trickier, but I still kind of like the Raiders because I think this is just a great buy low spot for the Raiders. Everybody saw the Packers. Uh, everybody like the public's going to be all over the Packers, right? They with the extra days rest and the fact that the Raiders are trash, but uh, I, I I like the Raiders. Give, give me the Raiders in this one. Uh, what do you think, Greg? I want one thing and one thing only from this football game. I want Josh McDaniels to make some sort of indefensible game management decision so we can see Peyton Manning blow a gasket on national television. 
about it. That's the, the only thing I want from this football game. The, the, here's the thing. The, the Manning cast is so good because it's fucking genuine. It's not two guys. Like yeah. they're, they're two former quarterbacks. You you would expect that. Sure, they're hamming it up with a couple of the jokes and stuff, but that's more like, uh, you know, like this, this phrase is kind of overblown, but it was more like it, it's – you know, it's it, they're they they've got corny boys will be boys type of jokes, right? Like like just do yeah. you know just... and like and sometimes when like on NFL broadcasts when guys are like busting each other's balls, it's like all right, this is a little bit fake. You're trying to but like yeah. no, these guys have been like these guys are busting each other's balls their entire lives, so it's like yeah. this doesn't feel fake at all. Like this is just like yeah, no, yeah, it, so... yeah, it's so genuine and and the like. Both of the Mannings on that Daniel Jones pick six, both of them throwing up the surrender cobras and then saying yeah. nothing for like twenty yeah. beats, and then just being yeah. like, and then Peyton just going, "Well, <laughs> it just." Didn't. I think my they favorite were... moment of the broadcast, my favorite moment of the broadcast, was when Eli's just joking around. He's like, "Oh, why, why isn't Taylor Swift at MetLive? Like, I heard the celebrities all go to these games now." And Peyton's like, "If Taylor Swift at this game, she left." Yeah, well, that was uh, that was literally that 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 for the first half of that Seahawks uh, Giants Monday Nighter was the worst half of football by literally everybody involved. Both teams were terrible. Yeah. The refs were abysmal. Too many flags. Uh, just oh, bad. Every it was it was unwatchable. You needed the Manning cast in that game, and it, it was great. But yeah, just the cl- yeah the clip of them throwing up the surrender cobras and being like, oh no, and then the and then Peyton going Waller was running free in the end zone there. You didn't see him, I guess, right? <laughs> it just oh, it was bad. But yeah, this this yeah, if, if that's a great uh, ask though, Craig is is for McDaniel's to do. Uh, something McDaniel's esque, and then just have Peyton be like, "What's he doing?" <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Oh man. Uh, what do you think about this one, gambling wise, though? With the Packers currently laying the two and a half, and the best of the number kind of gone. Or sorry, Packers laying one right now, not two and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still going Packers. I think just, I just. Okay. All right, Craig wants the Packers. Billy, tiebreaker. Raiders are... Um, I think it's got to be the... I hate this game, and I don't like it. Raiders. I like the Raiders better here. Um, I, I think I'm just taking them because they're at home. Uh, the Packers have not looked great. Love hasn't looked great. I'm not trusting them. Their run game is abysmal. Uh, give me the Raiders. All right. In his last 37 games, in the last 37 games, an NFL head coach, Josh McDaniels, oh. is, is 10 and 27 against the spread. Ouch. Oh. Not what you want. He's bad. Somebody, I was listening to some podcast today, and they were saying that, like, his, not, like, guys who have made, like, the NFL top 10 for like worst head coaches, you know, like Steve Spurrier, uh, and, and, and guys of that ilk. I can't, I can't remember, but, but guys that we normally associate with, with like really, really Bobby bad. Pacino. Like, Bobby Pertino is another good one. Some of those guys, like McDaniels has worse head coaching numbers than those guys. Like he, he's closing in on like the worst guy to ever have a head coaching gig for multiple years. I think like it, it, it's, yeah. It's tragic. Um, 
Yeah, but here's here's the big problem. Like they they arrive with bare cupboards just because the Gruden regime did such a bad job drafting. Yeah. Um, and and then he like made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> like that's. And also he's you know, and he's also he's like, not oh. great. He's not a great head coach. He had yeah. Tom Brady his entire career, and he's never done any. A, he hasn't done a goddamn thing intelligent in the National Football League without Tom Brady as his quarterback. So. You were never not. He wasn't even a good offensive coordinator because he had Tom Brady. Tom Brady was doing all that shit. You are a coattail yep. rider, Josh McDaniels. You are nothing. You are a nothing burger as an NFL head coach, uh, despite the fact you have fake Super Bowl rings. Because <laughs> give those to Tom. Let Tom put the rest on his fingers. Is what I say. Um, anyway, that Tom mini now has fourteen Super Bowls. He should. He yeah. should. He should. He should literally be like. Who is the who is the horrible coach in Sweden who took Tommy Salo's like Russia. gold medal? That was Russia. No, it was, uh, oh. Nikolai Habibulin. Oh, it's Habibulin, right? Yeah, oh Habibulin yeah, Russia. Yeah, well, yeah. When he was yeah, the third string before he broke out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how yeah. He was like that. a team. He was a third string on their on their like '92 Olympic team. I think. Yeah, I think it was '92. And the coach was just like, "No, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking your gold medal, goalie." And how. <laughs> And, like he was pissed off about it for the rest of like he like had to be like begged and pleaded to play with Russia after that because he was so like he didn't play with Russia for 15 years he was so pissed off yeah I think how could you I, not I like that that, up, that's a yeah. total yeah. betrayal right yeah uh, good thing he got his Stanley Cup. Good for having Bullen. Um, all right. Uh, before we get into our week five picks here, uh, we got to make a little survivor pool pick. Uh, for those who've been paying attention, we can't use Washington, Buffalo, Kansas City, or San Francisco. Um, I'm staring at two names and I think one is fairly obvious. I kind of just want to take the dolphins and move on to week six. Is there anything to be said, uh, for any, can you make a case for any other team? Is there anybody you want to sneak in there to maybe save the dolphins? Uh, Craig, anything? Mm, nope. Nope. Dolphins. Dolphins. Billy. I don't think so. I'm looking at the Dolphins' schedule right now. God, they host the Panthers next week. Would you want to do Lions this Ooh. week? Dolphins next week? Uh, oh, that's not... oh boy, that actually sounds pretty good. Uh, I suppose, but the Lions are going to get a couple cracks at the at the Bears too, the Bears. right? Yeah, yeah, they'll have a couple of those. The Dolphins, yeah, that's the last time I'd want to use the Dolphins probably. Um, speaker next week, uh, but I'm fine with this week. Well, well, let's take a look at week six. Is there a sexier matchup, uh, that we can find other than the dolphins or may I, oh yeah, we can't use the chiefs on Thursday night hosting Denver. Cause I'll tell you right now. No, we can't do that. Oh, Falcons commanders. (laughs) That might be a Uh, um, chance to sneak in the Falcons. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm not feeling that at all. Titans, Ravens, no. Lions, Bucks, no. Jets, Eagles, no. Because that's a road Cardinals game. Cardinals at Rams. Okay, okay, okay. We're talking. We're talking. My 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 interest is peaked there for a little Rams <laughs> yeah. action. I got yep. to tell you, we use Buffalo, right? Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo's. Uh, we use them, and we we haven't had to sweat any of these so far. I don't. No, think, no. So. Yeah, we have not had close uh but yeah i like both we those could do the yeah so we could have the we could have the Rams be our play for I next give week us lions hosting the bears uh in november so 
if if and when we get there. Yeah, and yeah. It is, there's not a better chance to use the Dolphins, I think, other than if we're using the Dolphins, we're using them this week or the next. So I, I, right. I kind of like the Rams spot there. So maybe maybe we just use the Dolphins this week and then we talk Works about using the Rams next week. Yep. All right, Dolphins? Dolphins. All right, we have an accord. The Miami Dolphins are our week five official pick for the Survivor pick, but uh, you heard us. We're, we're, it's between that or the Detroit Lions. Those are our, our two... Uh, recommendations for week number five um uh we all tied last week who won the week before billy did so billy why don't you kick us off keep keep it going since you're technically the uh, a back-to-back week winner even though we all did excellent last week kick us off for week five sir no i'm the winner i decided Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna go with the rams the jets the Baltimore Ravens, the Cardinals, and the Houston Texans. Interesting. Craig, who you got? All right. Let's go with the Indianapolis Colts. Let's go with the Dolphins. Uh, what am I getting with Dolphins? What am I giving up with the Dolphins? Nine and a half? Ten. I'll give you ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't oh, seen well, too many I, nine I and a half. So I saw it open. Yeah, I saw okay. it. I know. I saw, I saw it open yeah, up to ten, ten and a half. Ten's fine. So. Ten's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the 49ers. I love that pick. Uh, Jets. Um, I am. I'm going to take Houston. Interesting. And the last one is going to be, and I know I've said like there's a few that I'm going to, but it's going to be the Rams. Okay. Okay. uh, So these are my picks as of now. (laughs) Stay tuned to the official Twitter account for the crossover podcast at Empire Six because no way I keep these. uh, I I keep these locked in until Sunday morning because, um, Wow. And yeah, and, and Craig and Bill, they text me if they ever want to change any of theirs. And I, I let people know on the, on the website as well, or on, on Twitter or X, if you will, although don't nobody important call it X. Um, I'm fading you guys with Houston. I'm taking Atlanta minus the one and a half. Uh, I'm fading Billy. I'm taking Pittsburgh. Uh, Billy, will, I'll bounce back in Billy's good graces with this one, though. Give me mini plus the five and a half. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking Indy, 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 uh, Indianapolis plus the, plus the two and a half with Craig. Uh, and then, uh, give me Las Vegas on Monday. Although I'm, I'm probably going to change out Las Vegas cause I don't like having my, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm doing it right now as we squeak, uh, Las Vegas, you're out and I'm going with, uh, San Francisco, uh, minus three and a half with Craig. So Card subject to change, wrestling style. Uh, Falcons, Steelers, Vikings, Colts, uh, Niners. 
uh, for Matt Pierce. Uh, that is it for this week. Crossover Podcast is available at crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. We're also on any podcatcher that you happen to have out there. And if we're not, email us at contact at crossoverpodcast.com and let us know what uh, we're not on. Uh, as mentioned, the uh, Twitter account is at mpierce6 on twitter and as always you do not have to listen but please download the crossover podcast that is it for week five uh good luck everybody and uh just remember that the toronto blue jays can no longer hurt you take care and uh talk to you next week on the crossover podcast